Tell me what you really, really want. Hi, I'm your hostess, Lisa Drennan. Welcome to Forgiving the Girl Inside, A Matter of the Heart. In these episodes, we connect with courageous women who are ready to share their healing journey stories. Forgiveness is all about connecting with our inner child, connecting with our heart, and realizing we can never go back and change the circumstances, but we can certainly gain a new perspective. Mindset is the crux of all that we do. It's a matter of the heart. Want to be a guest? Visit lisadrennan.com and sign up today. Would love for you to like, rate, and leave a comment on this episode. Be sure to share it with who you know will resonate the most with it. Want to learn more about aligning your thoughts with your heart? Subscribe to my website and connect for a free discovery call where we dive into divine heart alignment. Welcome to this week's episode of Forgiving the Girl Inside, A Matter of the Heart. We have the beautiful Stephanie Shaw with us today as our special guest, and she is going to be sharing all about the mindset, the relationship with our mind. And if you know me, you've listened to other episodes Captivating our thoughts is so important and what we believe we receive when we process our mind, our thoughts, and we look about, we think about what we're thinking about. It really is the crux of all that we do. And this in relationship to our physical bodies, our metabolism, hormones, inflammation, all of these things, it all begins with mindset. So I'm super excited to hear Stephanie's story, hear what she does and the modality that she's used to help her on her healing journey. She is a nutrition strategist who helps high-performing women get the body they desire and the confidence they deserve. She peels back, she helps women peel back the layers of this intricate health puzzle down to the DNA. And she'll let you know how she does that in a minute. And this shows them precisely what to do. As a result, her clients lose and keep off the weight and build a sustainable lifestyle of confidence, energy, and love for their bodies. So all that yo-yo dieting, all that craziness that we have (laughs) that keeps us stuck, that is just wave bye-bye to it, right? (laughs) Just say goodbye. What's time for that? (laughs) Exactly. So welcome, Stephanie. I'm so intrigued about the DNA and how this all works with the mindset. So tell us, how did um, you get started in all of this? Yeah, but even before that, when you said, think about what you're thinking about, I'm like, I say that all the time. I love this woman. (laughs) So uh, I got started. uh, It was not a a natural path. I'll just say that much. Um, I was in New Orleans one day on a business trip and just got sick, pain in the jaw, numbness in the jaw, tingling hands and feet. But what I didn't think about that day was that slowly um, I was... Uh, allowing my body to get more and more sick. I had lost hair. Um, I was just anxious quite a bit. So I got to this place because I, uh, over a two 
two-year time period, I went to 18 different doctors, two were or now medical facilities, $20,000 out of pocket, trying to figure out what was going on. So why was my heart beating fast after I ate? Or again, why did I lose hair, twitching in my eye? I just had like every symptom possible. And they test for different um, uh, things like Addison's disease, cancer, lupus, uh, different autoimmunes, but nothing came back. There was nothing there that was saying that I was I had anything, which is a blessing. But during the course of that time, I kind of had to figure out how to get my body healed. So during the two years, I 12 hours a day, I was in the bed practically. So I started studying nutrition and uh, ended up with two certifications in holistic nutrition. And when there was an opportunity for me to close the nonprofit that I was running, I'm like, there is no way that I can't use this new knowledge to support other women. And that's exactly what I started to do. I always love food and, and I can talk about food for like hours and hours mm-hmm. and hours. So being able to merge nutrition with health was just a, a kind of a no brainer for me. What I found was that I didn't need any medicine, drugs. I didn't need any of that. I just needed to change the way I, that I ate and not only the way that I ate, the way that I specifically for my body ate. And that's how mm-hmm. I got into the down to the DNA part of it. Yeah. That's incredible. Cause like I've, I've um, been challenged by weight my whole life. It was one of my unhealthy coping mechanisms is to just turn to, you know, chocolate and sugar and all kinds of things, you know, basically stuff the emotions and, you know, you get that sense of, um, you know, that satisfaction when you, when you indulge in something that, oh, I'm not supposed to do this, but I'm going to do it anyways. It's like, anytime you try to take something away from yourself, you want it more. (laughs) So having a program specifically for your needs, that's incredible. So how does that process work? Yeah. So when uh, women, most of the time they do come to me because they want to lose weight. But in the background, it's like, oh, yeah, I do have an autoimmune or, oh, yeah, I have this symptom or something else going on. But in their mind, initially, they want to just come to lose weight. So they work with me over a four month period. And during that time, we I take a hair mineral analysis and that can tell you a whole bunch of stuff about what's going on in your body. You know, if you have too much copper, maybe there's an estrogen problem. So I I look at all the data, what's going on with the the client, and then I create strategic, um, a strategic program for them that includes exercise, specific meals for them to eat. And I'm not rigid about, okay, you need to eat this, this, this at this time of the day, but just more of what is your body need what does your body need at this time does it need more protein more carbohydrates more fat um and how do you create that sense of balance i help them do all of that but at the core just like you said um when you're talking about that need for sugar or or, and so forth at the core of all the work that we do is mindset so i can teach you about metabolism hormones inflammation i can do analysis but if you aren't ready, changes that need to be made, that's when we often get that block. So um, not only do I start off with the, the hair mineral analysis, we also start in the, the beginning of the four months working on mindset. Like what is really going on that's causing you to continue to have that block in your, your body? For me, it was not enough. I'm like, I've always had enough food to eat. I've always you know, accomplished what I needed to accomplish. But at the root, it was like that fear of not having enough. 
And that was keeping me stuck. So we try to get to that root cause for my clients. And once we get to that root cause, that's when the weight starts coming off. And you can marry the nutrition with the mindset. Yeah, that's incredible. You had um, said that you had, you know, um, been to all these doctors and invested all this money with no answers. What, how did you start um, pinpointing like the certain foods? Was there like a certain, did you like detox completely and, and then start introducing foods specifically or? Yes, I did. So I did find a chiropractor slash naturopath. He's like 2000 miles away. And it was an awesome springboard. I know awesome springboard for me. Um, and but it was a two pager. It was like, yeah, eat this. Don't eat that. You'll feel better. And but that just wasn't enough for me. I needed that holistic approach. I needed the mindset work. I needed to know if I can't eat this, can't, can't eat this like is that all I can eat? What do, what do I need to do? So that became more or less the springboard of how I got through the process of um, uh, of figuring out what needed to happen. I was a vegetarian, so I thought I was eating okay, but I was a um, what one of my friends coined it car- carbitarian. So <laughs> you know how you can replace meat with carbohydrates. I was doing a lot of that. Um, so, but once I discovered, as you asked, once I discovered specifically what wasn't working in my body for me, it was peaches, certain apples from certain trees, um, cabbage, things that I thought was all was good for my body. Those are the things that weren't working for me. So once I discovered that, yes, I, um, pulled all those things back, all those things out, but I also did a complete detox. So I lost a ton of weight. Um, but I, my body just needed to rest. Um, my body needed to get all of the sugar, the processed foods, all the extra um, carbohydrates, fats, dairy it needed to get all of that out of my system. And then now I'm able to eat pretty much whatever I want, whenever I want to, as long as I'm keeping that balance. But pulling things out was was really the key. And that is something that I work on my with my clients on. Like, let's get all of that dairy, the gluten, the grains and so forth out. Allow your body to rest. And then you start adding things back in and that's when you start to see the difference. Yeah, that's, I've heard a lot about that recently. Um, is that what you call intuitive eating? Mm, I, yeah, you know, I haven't coined it in intuitive eating or, or thought of it from that perspective, but it, it's more, I think of it around um, us all being so unique. So identical twins, they need to eat differently. They, they, their, your body does not digest. Everyone's body does not digest food the same exact way. So it's more the process of learning what works for you. And it may not be a long-term thing. It's what's working for your body right now to help you kickstart either the weight loss, the balance of hormones, or um, getting rid of the inflammation in the body. Yeah. Did you find that when you were eating unhealthy and you had said that you were a vegetarian, but you had turned to carbs, did you, with a mindset connection, did you figure out why you kept eating what you thought was healthy, but ended up being unhealthy? Was like, was it a tie to an emotional hurt or pain or some kind of um, something that you were holding on to that you didn't want to let go? Yeah. So I think, so it was a couple of different things. So again, that feeling of not enough, like, Am I, I need to eat this right now because it may be gone or I feel like I am not enough right now. So I'm just going to eat. I also aligned it with boredom and that was kind of an easy fix because 
there's no reason at 10 o'clock at night, I'm super hungry for like, you know, a grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> it's because of the commercial and I'm bored. So um, the feeling of not enough and also that feeling of boredom and then replacing it with things like hobbies that I used to love before reading or um, painting or things like that. Replacing that boredom with different hobbies was a way that I was able to to work around that and not allow those triggers to to get me to uh, to eat. Um, one thing that I did for my clients is she um, she's like, I have kids, I can't get rid of all this stuff. So on like her cookie jar and stuff, I had for her to put I love and then her name on the cookie jar. So just it's kind of helped her reset in her mind. I'm not I'm doing this for me because I love me and because I love my body. So working around those those types of mind think set things I think are so, so important for people. Yeah, absolutely agree. Cause I, I, I know for me I struggled with um unforgiveness towards myself for mm-hmm. having two abortions before I was 17 and I didn't realize how what an impact that had. So I was eating, I I had three unhealthy coping mechanisms. One of them was overeating and I would literally make like these huge meals. I would cook to try like people pleasing, like, oh, I'm going to provide for my family and we're going to have all these wonderful foods and I'm going to, you know, cook for them and make everything from scratch. I remember I subscribed to a magazine called Taste of Home. Oh, I love that. (laughs) Yeah. And I would get a new recipe. I would plan my meals out for two weeks in advance and we would have like, you know, the meat and and three vegetables and two starches and we would have a salad and we would have dessert every single night. Wow. Seven days a week. We didn't even have leftovers. (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't figure out why I couldn't lose weight. I was superwoman. <laughs> you should have lost it just from running around the kitchen. No. <laughs> I know, right? And, um, you know, what I thought was healthy, nutritious food, it was packaged. It was, you know, um, canned vegetables versus fresh or frozen or, you know, sauces. And if you, when I started reading labels, when I said, okay, this is enough, I, I started going on a diabetic watch and a um, heart, uh, healthy heart watch. Um, cause it was, I was getting chest pains and the doctor's like, Oh, well, this runs in your family. Let's do this. You got to start watching what you eat. You know, you, you're considered obese on the charts. You want to be sure that you are eating healthy. So I started looking at labels and what a chore that is reading all those labels, but so much hidden sugar. And I realized one of the culprits for me is sugar. I mean, I can eat sugar, but as you were saying earlier, what you pay attention to your body, how do you feel? Mm-hmm. And you're talking about eating the peaches from the different trees. Like there's certain things that I can eat. I'm, I'm I can eat a Reese's peanut butter cup with no problem whatsoever. <laughs> I can polish off the whole bag and I enjoy it, <laughs> but I don't do it every single day. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> and, uh, so when I think about things that trigger me, it's, yeah, I've been more in tune with that lately. And then I'll realize, especially if it's not a fresh item, wait a minute, what was the ingredient in this? Because I don't understand why it bothered me so much. And then I'll see one of the hidden ingredients, you know, in one of the processed things or, um, you know, the, the natural flavor, um, yes. things like that really um, create a huge problem for me um, and actually I ended up getting diverticulitis because of it. And, um, you know, the inflammation, who knew that the inflammation in your body could be so much, but then again, when you have that mindset of, oh, I'm restricted, I can't eat that. 
your mind flips it and says, oh, I'm not restricted. You're going to eat it because you can do whatever you want to do. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you go in that cycle. I love that tip about putting your name on the cookie jar and yeah. like, you know, I love, and then your name, because it is, it's, why are you doing this? Why do you want to take care of yourself and be healthy and, and look fit and, you know, have the energy that you need by eating healthy. And I wonder why in our society, they make it so easy to get processed foods, but fresh foods, you know, have you ever, have you ever seen dragon fruit? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. My husband and I saw that at the grocery store for the first time today. Oh, did you? It was like, it was, it was cool looking. It was really pretty. And I'm like, how would you even eat that? I have no <laughs> idea. I've never seen it. I'd have to Google it. Right. I don't know what the health benefits are or where it came from, but the price was $6 and it was the size of an, of a small orange. And I'm like, okay, I can get like, you know, in comparison, I could get, um, I'm trying to think of something unhealthy. Bag of Reese's peanut butter cups. And, you know, and I just thought that's over, I think $6 for one little piece of fruit was, was very expensive. You know, and I, if I think of a, of a family of feeding teenage boys, yes. they're not going to be able to buy all that them. dragon fruit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have- three teenagers at once it's so reading out by dr uh carolyn leaf and it's all and i've i've known this before and i've read tons of books but hers is just coming to mind but it's all about the dollar it's all about mm-hmm. the dollar they're able to process and make the foods faster and cheaper um with lower nutrient density and sell it to us and then that's it's marketed to you as well you know you think one of the first that a kid can read are the golden arches because it's always in your face and always coming at you. So that's why it, you know, that's why we're eating the way that we're eating. I, people are often like, well, I can't afford a good cut of meat. So instead of eating a, a pound of that meat, maybe you're just eating, you know, a, a little t- smaller slice and then piling up on the vegetables. There's always ways to to balance that when the dollar, which I know is so important right now, especially with gas prices, when the dollar may be prohibitive to what you can eat. And I know so many people now that are into gardening as well. So mm-hmm. like at least in the spring or summer, grow your own tomatoes, which are super easy to grow. If I can grow them, you can grow them. Uh, tomatoes, <laughs> bell peppers or, or beets. I still have beets outside right now and I'm, I'm in Ohio. So just things like that can be alternatives, but looking for what is going to support you long-term versus that really quick hit for things like you said that have natural flavorings in it. I also tell people if it has OSE, like OS, like fructose and stuff, don't buy that either because it's just all, it's all packed with sugar and it's so unhelpful. It's like, it's like we're setting ourselves up in the system where we're eating the food. So then we need the doctor, then we need to go have surgery. And then it's like this then we need to take the medicine. It's like this vicious cycle. And when you start eating the aisle, that's when you can find that your, your health, um, you don't need to visit the doctor as much. You won't need medication and so forth. So that's, that's another thing I always tell my clients, eat the aisle, you know, shop, shop the aisle rather when you're buying your food. Yeah. 
that's a great tip. Thank you for that. Cause that's, and I know that's a lot of, that's important because I know a lot of the listeners out there have this unhealthy coping mechanism of overeating, turning to food for comfort. Yeah. As you said, like eating at 10 o'clock at night, or maybe you get into a disagreement with somebody or you're, you know, focusing on your, instead of, I like to focus on my wins every night before I go to bed. Like what can I celebrate today? Oh. But a lot of people will celebrate or won't celebrate it. They'll focus on what went wrong and like what was negative. And it's so important to flip that and celebrate your wins and really understand what you're thinking. So you can get past these, these un, um, unforgiving moments that we have, especially towards ourselves. Mm-hmm. So if you're turning to food in an unhealthy way, you know, pay attention to that. What, what kind of a tip would you offer somebody like, say they had um, lots of drama going around now because of the holidays are starting to come, you know, I'm in upstate New York, our weather's starting to get cold. So more people are going to be isolated inside. Mm-hmm. Um, but just the stressors, you know, you think about, you know, Thanksgiving is in a couple of weeks and this, then the, you know, Christmas celebration and then New Year's and this and that. And, um, people have lost loved ones. The holidays are going to be different. So there's going to be a lot of emotional, uh, triggers for us. What, what would be the best advice that you can give to help with those emotional triggers so that we don't overeat? Yeah, I think there's a couple of things. So um, the one is accountability. And at, first of all, let me step back and say, I think you need to, to work hard at trying to figure out what is going to support you best. Because I may offer something like, yeah, I don't have anyone or that may not work for me. So during the hard work of sitting down and thinking about what you're thinking about and thinking about how um, what type of support you need, I think that's the first thing. But one thing that I that works for me is accountability. So I like I don't need someone to call me every day. I don't need to be able to call them. I just need to know that you might call me and ask me, <laughs> did I eat the Reese cup? Because that's my favorite too. Uh, so just so having that having someone act as an accountability partner for you. Another thing I think is really important is to stop thinking about what you cannot eat. And then focus mm-hmm. on what you can. Like there are thousands and thousands of different vegetables for dragon fruit. You just found dragon fruit. This There's a ton of really, really good items out there. Think about how you can switch that traditional food into something that's a little more helpful. So uh, in African-American tradition, a lot of the beans and greens and cooked with a ton of meat products. We don't do that. We use vegetable broth and a lot of good seasonings. Um, we're pulling, we pull dairy out of our sweet potato souffle and our macaroni and cheese out. And if you do it right, it really is good. So stop thinking about, again, what you can't do or what you can't eat, or you're giving up a favorite and think about how you can replace that favorite with something more helpful. So those two things, I think, um, especially during this time of year can, can really help us get through the the storm of the holidays. Yeah, excellent, excellent tips. I love that. And again, it's all about thinking about what you're thinking and exactly. <laughs> flipping it. Flip, yeah. flip on what you can have, what you can enjoy. So I love that. And um, you said you have a four month program. Um, what's the best way for someone to connect with you to get into your program? Sure. They just go to my website, which is Stephanie Lynn Shaw. I mean, I'm sure it'll be in the show notes. Um, they can connect with my, uh, on, on that page, there's a link for them to connect with me. And I'd love to set up a call, even if they don't become a client. A lot of times, 
I'll, uh, I have really great connections in the industry. So there may be something that I can refer out. My role is to just support folks so they can give me a call. Um, and but again, I do work with uh, folks over a four month period. Awesome. And yes, I'll definitely be um, in the remarks and then um, in the links, wherever you find this on social media, you'll have the links to connect with Stephanie. I highly encourage you to do so. And if you know somebody who is really interested in learning about their DNA makeup and how food affects them and getting into a plan so they can have um, a better health and, and just have more energy and more, the more ability to understand, to really focus on that mindset, to understand, is there something that they're holding on to? Maybe some unforgiveness that they're holding on into their heart. Maybe they had a, a relationship issue. Maybe they don't like their job or something, and that's propelling them to want to overeat, to want to grab for those sweets at night. Or, you know, like Stephanie had shared, maybe you're just bored and you need some more stimulation. You need to get back to who you are, um, back to that inner child, that inner girl, who you are so that you can find the love, find your passion and replace your passion instead of uh, turning to that food um, as that replacement. So a lot of great information. Thank you so much, Stephanie, for being here. And thank you so much for joining us. Be sure to click on the link to check the description. And remember, it's all a matter of the heart. That's a wrap. Thanks for joining in the show. If you'd like to buy me a coffee, all proceeds go to support Divine Timing Ministries, a safe place for courageous women healing from post-abortion.